Blog Talk Radio.
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your boy Flossy G coming at you live once again. Decided to throw a curveball at you. You know what I'm saying? It's that black love segment again. And it's your boy Flossy Jeezy coming at you live once again with the number 18 artist part four, Stevie Wonder. You know how we do it. We get all the way down. We get down for the get down this evening. 646-595-3402. And it's your boy Flossy Jeezy. And of course, you know how it goes down. You can find me on MySpace if they're still alive over there. You can find me on Tumblr, Twitter, you know what I'm saying, SoundClick, SoundCloud, MixCloud. You know what I'm saying? You can find me on the spots. Reverb Nation, number one artist over there making beats. You know what I'm saying? You can find me, of course, on Facebook and Twitter. I already said Twitter already. I'm saying it again. And also, last but not least, you can also find me on Spreaker. And I get all the way down with making those beats. Well, that's enough about your boy, Bossy Jeezy. Your boy, Floss, is going to come in this evening with this black love with Stevie Wonder. Hold on just a moment while we get our spacesuit tightened up. Okay, it looks like we got our spacesuit tightened all the way up. Had to make sure I had everything here in the studio tightened up. You know how it is. Last minute when you're trying to rush and get it in, you know what I'm saying, and doing what you love, it goes all the way down like that. So anyway... The boy Flossy G into this Stevie Wonder thing, loving it. Born Stephen Hardaway Morris, um, let's see, May 13, 1950, at Stephen Hardaway Judkins. Known by the stage name Stevie Wonder is an American musician, songwriter, record producer, and multi instrumentalist. A child prodigy who has become one of the most creative and loved musicians of the late 20th century. One to sign with Motown's label Tamla at age 11 and continue to perform through Motown all the way through to this present day, doing a lot of concerts, charity events, and, of course, awareness being that he was an activist. Our court notes state that he was also um, originally born in Saginaw, Michigan. His origin for his musical course was Detroit, Michigan. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, soul, pop, R&B, and funk and jazz. His uh, titles were a musician, songwriter, recording producer, and multi-instrumentalist, which means he played everything. His instruments including the uh, vocals, keyboards, harmonica, the drums, bass guitar, the congos, and bongos, and the guitar. Also, he's been active from 1961 to present, and also the labels, of course, are Motown. So, Stephen... Or steviewonder.net is where you can find his other stuff. And you can also get all the other information, personal and otherwise, from the uh, what I consider the Bible of information so far as the artist, the music, and everything else from wikipedia.org. So, as we go ahead and get this bad boy in here, we're going to jump right off into uh, Stevie Wonder's album, uh, let's see here, Inversions. Inversions is a 16th studio album by Stevie Wonder, released August 3, 1973, on the Motown Records, a landmark recording of this classic period. The nine tracks of Inversion encompasses a wide range of themes, issues, drug abuse in too high, through uh, inequality and racism and living in the city, love ballads, all is uh, love is fair, and golden lady. The album's closer... Uh, He's a Mr. Know-it-all in a scathing attack on U.S. President Richard Nixon, similar to his song, You Haven't Done Nothing. As many of Stevie Wonder's albums, the lyrics and composition and production 
are almost entirely his own work. With the arc synthesizer using prominently throughout the album, the instrument was a common motif among musicians of the time because of its ability to construct and complete sound environment. And, of course, uh, Wonder was the first black artist to experiment with this technology on a mass scale. And Inversions was hugely influential on the subsequent future commercial black music. And also, he played virtually all the instruments on all six albums and nine tracks, making most Inversions a representative, uh, basically a one-man band. The collect notes on this thing say that you know, the, uh, the record uh, plant in Los Angeles was where it was recorded, Media Sounds in New York. The genre was soul and funk. The length was 44 minutes and 12 seconds, and the label was Tamla. Stevie Wonder, Robert Margolos, and um, Malcolm Cecil were the ones who went on here and produced this cold album right here. Now, he had a post-release car accident. It says here, three days after the commercial release of Inversions, on August 6th, um, of that year, of a 19, uh, let me make sure I get it right here, from 1973, um, uh, Wonder was playing a concert in Greenville, South Carolina. But on the way back, just outside Durham, North Carolina, Wonder was asleep in the front seat of a car driven by his friend, John Harris, when um, they were sneaking along the road behind a truck loaded high with logs, and suddenly the truck, truck jammed on its brakes, and uh, two of the vehicles, the two vehicles collided, and the logs... Um, you know, went flying, and one of them smashed through the windshield, sailing squarely into uh, Stevie Wonder's forehead. He was bloody and unconscious, and when he was pulled from the wreck of the car, four days he lay in a coma, which caused severe brain contusions, uh, causing a uh, media attention and preoccupation with relatives and fans. He was a friend on tour with director Ira uh, Tucker, who uh, first elicited some uh, response from him. I remember when I got to the hospital in Winston-Salem, man, I couldn't even recognize him. His uh, head was swollen about five times the normal size, and uh, nobody could uh, get through to him. Um, I knew he uh, liked music and uh, really loud, so I thought maybe if I shouted in his ear, I might reach him. The doctor told me to go ahead and try. He couldn't hurt him. For the first time, I didn't get a response, but by the next day I went back, and I got right down to his ear and sang higher ground, and his hand was resting on my arm for a while, and his fingers started going in time with the song. I said, yeah, yeah, the dude is going to make it. I said, Ira Tucker. One was climbing back into health was still very long and slow. When he regained consciousness, he discovered that he had lost his sense of smell from the, uh, you know, which was later largely recovered. He was deeply afraid that he might have lost his music faculties, too. We bought him one of his instruments, and it was a clarinet to the hospital for a while. See, so he would just look at it and wouldn't do anything with it. You could see how afraid he was to touch it because he didn't know that we still had it in him, and we didn't know if he could still play it. And then he finally touched it, and, man, you could see the happiness spread all over him. I'll never forget that, Ira Tucker. <laughs> That's a beautiful thing right there, folks. That's a beautiful story as it relates to Stevie Wonder. That's a beautiful thing. Like I said, if you want to read more about this, because I'm going to go back and read it later myself, um, I remember that accident. I remember being a child, and I was upset. I was not upset my folks were, because I was only 10 years old, and I remember that accident that he was in that almost killed him. And I'm telling you, you know, the music world would have lost a giant that night, and we're thankful that, you know, God was merciful 
and gave him an opportunity to come back and be with us here and uh, show us all of his love and all of his skills. And God is truly the greatest because, you know, that could have been a catastrophe, but God didn't see that in the plan. He wanted him to do more. So the playlist for this album is Too High, uh, 4 minutes and 36 seconds. The uh, second song is Visions. The third one, of course, is the Grand Standard Living for the City. Number four is Golden Lady. On side two, he had Higher Ground. You know, Jesus, uh, Children of America, All in Love is Fair, uh, Don't You Worry About a Thing. That's a classic. UPS uses that right now for his commercials. And uh, he's missed a uh, know-it-all. So some beautiful stuff. We're, we're blessed to still have the brother around. He survived. He's strong. And like I said before, Stevie, God loves you, and we love you too. So let's go ahead and get on into the album again from 1945. Uh, excuse me, 1944. Got to unloosen this spacesuit, folks. From 1973, here is Stevie Wonder's album, Inversions. And this is your boy, Flossie Jeezy, on the Flossie Jeezy Radio Network, 646-595-3402. Let's go ahead and get it in. You know how I like to do it. I'm going to play the whole puzzle. Thank you. 
Go, lady, go, lady, I'd like 
all is fair in love. Love's a crazy game. change with time, the future none can see, the road you leave behind, a hit life history, Well, uh, 
You know about that last album. You know what I'm saying? Inner Visions. Stevie Wonder does it all. Complete package. Complete package. Your boy Flossie Jeezy here. This Black Love. Number 18 artist. Stevie Wonder Part 4. 646-595-3402. Getting it all the way in. You know what I'm saying? Got a little Alfred Hitchcock playing in the background. I think I'm going to put him on mute back there. There we go. You know how it goes down. Your boy Flossie Jeezy. From recording, multitasking, do everything. But the Essentials collection here with this Stevie Wonder, you know, is no joke. I have to play the whole album, you know what I'm saying? I mean, some classics on that bad boy. Don't you worry about a thing. Living just for the city. I mean, the whole the whole nine yards, the whole the whole enchilada, you know what I'm saying? You know, Golden Lady, you know what I'm saying? All, uh, um, all in Love is Fair. I mean, complete package, complete action right there. Stevie Wonder. Loving them all day long. Loving this program all day long. Hold you guys are loving it too. You know how Flossie Jeezy likes to do it. He likes to get the whole thing in. Looks like we've got a, a guest calling in, and it looks like we're getting an opportunity to uh, give him a shout out. Looks like Mr. Rawhide from Portland. Five zero three seven eight. We have in the building tonight. Man, what's good, bro? How you doing tonight? Hey, man, real good, man, real good. You know how it is. You know, that a little late-night creep. I couldn't do that this morning because I was up against the NFL trying to make that fantasy sports thing work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Yeah, man, this, this, this first week, man, is, is, is looking crazy. Man, I saw you with that raw hawk over there killing him over there, man. Did you finally win that game against, uh, against 187 over there? You, you was looking real strong over there. Against D, I, 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 I killed, I, I, I took D down, man. One eight seven nothing. <laughs> yeah, so D worked. <laughs> Not against these hawks, man. <laughs> man, <laughs> you know that game I had the other night uh, over one of the of uh, hip hop sports groups. I took him out the box on that one, but I had a little bit of trouble with Bear down, man. That 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 fella, uh, 
who was that? The, 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 the uh, oh, I want to think of his name, man. Right on the top of my list, I got so much going on. Old um, Nick from uh, Ohio, man. That dude, man, <laughs> he whipped up on me so bad. This dude, he had three players with 30 points. I was like, man, you know, Percy Harvin the other night, you can't do nothing yeah. against that, man. <laughs> this dude, right. this dude Fantasy skills are ridiculous, man. I'm like, what is going on? I ain't never been beat down that bad. But my squad hung in there, man. But there was only so much you can do against a guy with a, with a, with a triple threat like that. Boy, I tell you, the boy knows his business. But it's all fun, man. You know how it goes, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But, uh, yeah, on? man. What's going on tonight with you? Oh, you already know how I'm doing it, man. I'm sitting here right in front of this studio right now. You know what I'm saying? I looked at the time. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm going through the people. I got a call while I'm at the studio. And uh, I was like, okay, there's a show going on right now. <laughs> you know how it is, man. I'm trying to get things squared around, hoping that, you know, things, you know, uh, straighten up in the middle so I can see what's what and uh, get things going, man. But uh, you know how it is. Until that happens, me and old Stevie trying to get it in tonight. You know what I'm saying? All the way to the fullest, a little black love. You know, number 18 artist, Stevie Wonder, part four action, part five, probably tomorrow morning, you know, to go ahead and finish it on off. And I don't even know who's next on the list. Somewhere between, you know, uh, Rick James and Rick James. I don't know what's going on, but I'll get to figure it out. Let me look at my playlist here and see if I can see. Looks like, oh, looks like, uh, huh, is that the Barcades I see? Yeah, it looks like the Barcades are next, and then Gap Band. So I mean, we got some, we got some stuff coming for the people I think they gonna like, man. Now, now, can I make a request uh, uh, for somebody? And I'm surprised you haven't brought him up yet. Who that? Mister James Brown. Oh, James Brown's on the list. Oh, but late we can't play as James Brown. See on this on this list. See, I try not to burn them all, all the good ones at one time. See, I got Barcade, Batman, the Sheep, Surface, the Commodores. Who is that? A little Lionel Richie in there. Some Whitney Houston, because I don't want to miss her birthday. Patty LaBelle. And by the way, Patty LaBelle will be at Spirit Mountain Casinos. Uh, I believe it's on the, what is that, the 29th? What, 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 what's, what's today's date? Today is the, last night was the 6th, so two weeks so from that. Uh, I think like on the 21st or the 22nd. Down at Spirit Mountain Casino, Patty LaBelle's coming in. I already got my tickets for that, 70 bucks for two tickets. That's pretty good up near the front. You know, I got to be up front, you know. Your boy Flossie, you know, I go down. I got to be the man. But uh, <laughs> but uh, then you got Rick James, Keith Sweat, Heavy D, The Temptations, Smokey Robinson, a little Genuine. Uh, let's see, it looks like um, Joe. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, Keith Sweat. Okay, I got him in there twice. Uh, got Keith Sweat and I got Keith Murray. Looks like it's going to be on after him. Brian McKnight, Fox, AZ. I mean, we got some stuff, man. Then we got Ray Charles and then James Brown. So you know how it's going down. Then I'm going to fade into jazz with uh, David Sanborn, Norman Brown, Brian Culberson, Bonnie James, Gerald Albright, Grover Washington, Hughes Groove, Paul Taylor, Maze, Ice Cube, Ice Ca- uh, Outcast, E40. Uh, let's see. Oh, we we got them all. Man. I gotta 
I got. I don't want. I don't want to really spill my whole list out. Make conditions. I mean, we got some stuff coming up, man. A lot of shows. I got a lot of shows. I'm going to try to feature about 200 artists before I get get off this black love. You know what I'm saying? Of course, when I do Brody James and, and David Stanford, it'll just be flossy jeans and jazz. But you know what I'm saying? But the brothers and facts out there. But like, what can I say, man? David Sanborn helped Stevie Wonder out on some albums. So I mean, I guess he's one of the brothers, man. David Sanborn is all. Always been, you know, kind of in there anyway. You got my Chicago song, you know. We got all kinds of stuff going on. So we in there, man. We in there, family. You know, we're gonna be broadcasting live from Salmon Studios pretty soon, you know. But like I said, I'll just keep on. Yes, sir. We're gonna keep on with the classics. You know, I can't let you down. You know, try to get around. I think I'm gonna be able to get some air time. Yeah. Just, just made to catch you on one of your days off and broadcast live from down there. When baby girl's at work, she's spoiled. She likes me. My woman likes the man around the house. I told her, baby, the exposure, the exposure. And I'm, I'm trying to get. Go ahead. Yeah. No, no, I'm listening. I'm trying to get this um, individual, Robin Lynn, off of my stuff because you know one thing I can't stand is when I have a show going and I have a stuff going. And you got somebody who you're no longer associating with, affiliating with. And what happened was it was one of those kind of deals where I wouldn't let you showcase my music because, you know, you got, you know, affiliates and stuff, and you want to basically try to figure out a way to go around me to use my stuff, and that's a no-no when it comes to my music. I mean, you know, I put a hot one out this week. I put out the hot Monday magic every week and stuff. And I try to stay centered on, on that kind of stuff. I don't want nobody coming in basically um, – you know, uh, claiming my shows as their own stuff. And I know she's trying to get her stats over there on Spreaker and everything. But when I say cut my page off, I mean cut my page off. But that means any, you know, any copyrighted stuff. I mean, don't don't make me go legal because you know a person's uh, property and his music is intellectual property legally, and you can't be having people wanting to you know copyright your stuff and and, and infringe upon your copyright by saying that there's their your producer sponsoring your shows. That's a lie. No one produces Flossy Jeezy but Flossy Jeezy unless it's Rawhide uh, uh, and Rawhide Pro, you know, mastering some of my songs or something. And we have a, an even tempo thing going where there's never a dispute because people show respect. When people start trying to just take your intellectual property and run with it, that's a no-no and Flossy Jeezy don't play that. Homie don't play that. So that's how I hear that. There's controversy everywhere. I don't know how I keep on. It's not like Wu Tang Clan, slang banging the wax. I don't know how I keep on keep on getting in the middle of some of this stuff, but it happens, right. man. And you know, I, I got love and respect for everybody, but I want to get it back just like I give it. And that's that's right. But but the people out there, I'm sure their ears are wanting to get back into this TV wonder. But hey, man, as long as you got your ear open, man, I'll be. Rolling with this thing, that started at 6.30, which means 10.30 is the finish. And I like to do this in between albums. So if your earlobes are still wide open here in about, oh, say about 45 minutes or so, because I think this next album, as I, as I, as I run it down to you real quick, uh, I'm going to use the cleft notes first. Uh, July 22nd, 1974, uh, fulfillment or fulfilling, what's this, fulfillingness uh, first finale, Stevie Wonder. July 22nd, 1974, recorded at uh, Record Plant Studios, Westlake uh, Recording Studios in Los Angeles, um, Media Sound, Electric Lady Studios, New York City, Soul and Funk is the genre. So 42 minutes, give or take 45 minutes, I'll be back in your earlobes 
Camilla was the label, Stevie Wonder, Robert Markaleff, and uh, Malcolm Cecil was uh, the producers, as well as Stevie himself. And uh, I just had a, a real interesting thing. You might want to go back and listen to the show where Stevie Wonder was talking about, you know, the accident that he had that almost took his life when he was on the road up in uh, North Carolina. Uh, you know, he was asleep on the passenger side, and his friend, long-time friend of his that did uh, music and, and traveled with him and stuff, was driving him, and some logs snapped off of a truck, and one came off into the car and hit him in, in the face and stuff, swole his head up five times bigger than it was and almost killed him. And it made him have a religious uh, uh, kind of thing going on where he, you know, created all these great albums. And he had just done in the Inner Visions album with Living for the City and, and you know, and, and stuff like that. And uh, it, was, it, was a, it was a big time thing that almost killed him. And he, he, he like Al Green, found their religious purpose. Because remember, Al Green got hurt on stage touring. I got, got him coming up in a show uh, at some point, too, within the next month or so, uh, uh, scheduled to be on here. And... Uh, you know how it goes down. You see these things that happen to people, and they find religion. I know when I almost died twice in the hospital operating table, I found mine, too. So, I mean, it's a very interesting story. You go into Wikipedia, man, and you look up Stevie Wonder, and you, you put on his, his album, Inner Visions, and I'm telling you, that's a dope read right there for all you music aficionados out there like yourself. And uh, I'm telling you that Wikipedia is like what I consider my Bible of information, uh, as, as long as it stays within the frame of the music, because when they go into people's personal lives and start, you know, trying to uh, judge that, I don't, I don't cover that, and I think it's inappropriate for people to do that because people's personal lives are just that. Right. But, uh, but with this fulfilling, fulfilling this uh, first finality, uh, first finale, it's a landmark album by Stevie Wonder, released July twenty second, nineteen seventy four, and one of the albums in this classic period. It is a 17th uh, studio album overall. According to Billboard magazine, it was one of his first albums to top the pop charts where it remained for two weeks, while the third album to top the, uh, the black album charts where it spent more than nine consecutive weeks. Of course, we had more appreciation for that flavor right there. Subsequent to the epic sweep of social consciousness of inner visions, this uh, project reflected a decidedly uh, somber tone and uh, the music arrangements uh, were used in several songs while, uh, you know, uh, masterly could be considered sparse in comparison to others in the 1970 works. Uh, evident, especially in the bleak, they won't go uh, when I go, and understated, and the understated uh, creeping, while largely stripped down most of the personal surrounding record, uh, wondered have, had not completely foregone the social commentary and, uh, around the world with, you Ain't Done Nothing, which is a, a tight jam uh, that he had, and it was launched to post criticism against the Nixon administration. Now, once again, this is the alleged dominant society doing something that I don't like. If a person is expressing themselves in an artistic manner, and he's him and Marvin Gaye were, were famous for it. They were probably two of the first artists that actually ever did it, where they would come in as artists, and they would give their social commentary because, let's face it, during the 60s and 70s, this country was ugly to black folks. And that's why I do this black love shows. This country did ugly things and had an ugly posture when it came down to artists. And that's the, you know, the people that are writing this thing. This is what I was saying about you know, Wikipedia and other people that do these stories. If a person is giving their social commentary and saying stuff, don't start judging it by calling it a somber tone and saying that you know, it was stripped down and, 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 and more personal-sounding record. This man, you know, a year before, 
had almost died in the accident. So, yes, he was going to be completely conscious and completely awoke and aware because God had anointed him to live through a very trying thing, but getting into that accident that almost killed him. So, yeah, he became socially aware and everything. So if you listen to what he's saying in his songs, it actually is like the rappers today, except hey, Marvin Stevie didn't rap. Right, right. But, I mean, you know, it, it's crazy how they want to do that. But the rest of it says basically uh, – it won Grammys for Best Male in Pop and Rhythm and Blues and Vocal Stuff for, for, for uh, Boogie Raggy Woman, which is another classic, and Album of the Year in 74, when Wonder took two years to record the follow-up album, Song in the Keys of Life, which I'm going to try to get that one in tonight because this is jam-packed with Sir Duke and all that other good stuff on there. Um, it said this broke his consecutive Grammy streak led by Paul Simons, uh, quote, thanking him for not releasing an album in 1975. Uh, when Simon won the album of the year, and see here, here again, he that the writer of this just was talking down on the album, but yet it won album of the year and everything else. So that's why a critic is just that they criticize because they ain't got nothing else better to do. Stevie wanted to hold it down, so that's that's my soapbox for the day, folks. I always have at least one rant for the day. But the playlist includes "Smile Please," "Heaven Is a Zillion a Years Away," uh, "Too Shy to Say." Boogie Reggae Woman, you'll recognize the song from your folks playing it. Creeping, uh, You Haven't Done Nothing, also a classic. It Ain't No Use, They Won't Go When I Go, uh, Bird Beauty, and Please Don't Go. So, I mean, some, some, some grandiose, you know, flavors going down. And, and uh, like I said, I love it. I'm sure you'll love it. And the folks out there will love it because, hey, it's Stevie. What can we say, man? What can we say? Um, Too Shy to Say was actually recorded by Diana Ross in 1978 as well. So good album, good stuff. We're going to jump on back in here, Raw right? So if you're around in 45 minutes, my man, I'll be back at you. So it's 7.49 now. So I guess I'll probably see you about 8.30. I'll still be in here trying to, you know, master blast this thing too. That song, The Key of Life, is definitely going to get put on tonight. And it's got all that good stuff. Isn't she lovely? Classics like that. You'll love it. I love it. So we're going to go ahead and get it in. But God bless you, brother. Thank you for calling in like you always do. Love the support. You know, love the fact that you're around. Great great friend to have in my life. And, uh, hey, man, we're going to go ahead and get this on in. Hey, same so. to you, Floss G Show. Let's go. All right, my family. So from 1974, let's go ahead and groove with this uh, Stevie Wonder's album, Fulfilling This First Finale. Your boy, Flossie Jeezy, 646-595-3402. Okay, 
fabulous album, the first album out after Stevie Wonder had, you know, done his fizzle and everything. And, uh, I mean, just hot to death, hot to death all day long. Well, up next, we got probably the most premier album that Stevie Wonder had done to date. It was the number 18 album that he had performed called Songs in the Key of Life. Songs in the Key of Life was his 18th album, and, of course, it was released on September 28, 1976, by Motown Records. It was a culmination of this period of uh, classic albums. The album was recorded primarily at Crystal Studios in Hollywood, with some sessions recorded at the record plant in Hollywood, and the record plant in Sausalito, and the hit factory in New York City. Final mixing was performed at Crystal Studios. An ambitious double LP with four song bonus LP songs, and also uh, the songs in the Kill Light became amongst the best-selling and critically acclaimed albums of his career. In 2005, it was ranked 57th in Rolling Stone's list of 500 greatest albums of all time. I'm sure before they start putting all that new stuff in there, it was probably up a lot higher. It was preserved in the National Recording Registry by the Library of Congress, which is called Culturally, Historically, and Aesthetically Significant. A little background on the album is that Stevie Wonder had become one of the most popular figures in R&B and pop music, not only in the U.S., but worldwide, just like Flossie Beebe. Within a short space of time, the album's talking book, Inner Vision and Fulfilling His First Finale were all back-to-back top five successes, and the latter uh, winning two uh, Grammy Award Albums of the Year in 1974 and 75, respectively. By the end of 1975, Wonder had become serious about quitting music uh, industry and um, uh, immigrating to Ghana to work with handicapped children, right, or sexually disabled children. He had expressed his anger uh, with the way the U.S. government was running this country. A farewell concert was being considered the best way to bring down the curtain of his career. Wonder changed his decision when he signed a new contract with Motown August 5, 1975, thinking he was better off to making the most of his career. At the time, rivals such as Arista and Epic were also interested in him, and the contract laid out a seven-year, uh, uh, seven-LP, uh, $37 million deal was gave and full artistic control. And to any artist like myself and him in particular, your artistic control and your intellectual property is always the most important thing to you. Anyone disturbing that, it ruins the artist. Making this, making this the largest deal that was made for the recording star to that point, almost everything at the beginning, Stevie took a year off of the music market with the project uh, for a uh, double album release in 1976. This was a huge anticipation for an album which was initially scheduled for release in October of 1975. It was delayed on short notice when Stevie Wonder felt further remixing was essential. According to Stevie Wonder, the marketing campaign at Motown decided to take advantage of the delay. We were almost finished with the T-shirts. Work on the new album continued through early uh, 1976, which was finally chosen uh, the album Songs in the Key of Life. The title would be representative of a formula of complex uh, key of life and proposals for indefinite success. The album finally was released September 28, 1976, after a two-year wait and a double platinum uh, LP, a four-track, seven-inch thick uh, F title, uh, something extra, uh, Saturn, Ebony Eyes, All Day Sucker, 
easygoing uh, uh, evening. Um, uh, mommy, uh, excuse me, my mama's call and 24 lyric um, credit, credit booklet. So I mean that's 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 huge and large by itself. Recording wise, the work uh, the title was uh, let's uh, pardon me. The working title was let's see life the way it is. Wonder uh, recorded a great majority of the album at the Crystal Studios in Hollywood with uh, Gary Alazabo. Alazabo, I want to make sure I say his name right. As the first engineer in the student uh, studio owned by John uh, Fitzbach as an engineer. Some of the material was recorded at the record plant in Hollywood and the record plant in Sausalito. During a period when Crystal Studios had prior obligations to record another artist, Wonder Fishbach traveled to the Hill to the Hit Factory in New York City for about six weeks on a basic track. As a professor, Stevie spent long hours in the studio on almost every track he recorded. He was not eating or sleeping with uh, you know with everyone around him struggling to keep up. According to himself, I'm uh, in a flow. I <laughs> I keep on until I peak. A total of 130 people worked on the album, but Wonder's uh, preeminence during the album was evident. It said amongst the uh, present and during sessions, there was legendary R&B figures, soul and jazz music. Herbie Hancock played on the Fender Rose. As George Benson played the electric guitar on Another Star. Minnie Ripperton and Denise Williams added background vocals on Ordinary Bane, a fabulous song. I love that. Mike Cimbello was prominently personality throughout the album, playing the guitar on several tracks, and also co-writing Saturn with Wonder. Some of the most socially conscious songs of the album were actually written by Wonder and other people. Village Ghetto Land, uh, you know, Black Man, co-written by Gary Bird, Pastime Paradise. You remember that song where uh, Michelle Pfeiffer did that uh, that, that song with uh, and Julio did the rap over the top of it. Real good stuff. Co-written uh, and I think it was called uh, Dangerous Minds when, he, when she did that. You know, she was a high school teacher. Co-written with Ronald Simmons, uh, Have a Talk with God, and that was a hot one. That jam right there, I'm telling you all, that was just too, too hot. And, of course, there's some other commercial stuff and critical reception, but all these albums, the last three that I've done, were all five-star uh, star stuff by any uh, stretch of the imagination. You could go in and see exactly what was going on with it, you know, fabulous, fabulous, fabulous stuff right there. And it says here that, uh, you know, side one was uh, Love's in Need of Love Today. Uh, side, uh, number Song number two was Have a Talk with God. Three was Village Ghetto Land. Four, Contusion. Uh, the dedication song to Duke Ellington, Sir Duke. And then he flipped over to side two, I Wish, Knocks Me Off My Feet, Pastime Paradise, Summer Song, and uh, Ordinary Pain. So uh, we got good stuff also. There was a side three, because like I said, this was a four-disc job right here. Side three had Isn't She Lovely, Joy in My Tears, Black Man. Um, it looks like uh, Enicula S. Una Historia, I Am Singing, uh, If It's Magic, As, and Another Star. So, I mean, this bad boy was, was so cold it didn't even make no sense. And uh, something extra of the, of the, of the extra uh, seven-inch LP excluded a special edition version of the LP where it had Saturn, you know, Ebony Eyes, uh, uh, you know, All Day Sucker, and uh, Easy Going Evening. So, I mean, this is a lot, a lot of stuff that Stevie Wonder put out on this album, boy. He put out a lot of stuff on this album. 
and uh, you know it's 17 songs strong. So lay back, get you something to smoke on, a little something to sip on, a little something to dip on. You know what I'm saying? Honey dipping. You know what I mean? Your boy Flossy Jeezy once again songs in the key of life. Remember, as smooth as the game, Flossy Jeezy's the name. Six four six five nine five three four zero two. Artist number 18, Stevie Wonder, at full force on this Black Love Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Let's go ahead and get this bad boy in. And you know your boy, Fluffy Jeezy, we're going to dig it all the way down. We're playing the whole joint. So I hope you're ready. Lay back and relax and enjoy Stevie Wonder's album, your album, my favorite album, Songs in the Key of Life. Your boy, Fluffy Jeezy, 646-595-3402. Hey, 
us in the park. Holding the summer days of imagination in my head. And words from my heart. Hold on me to the wind. Hey, 
Who was I? 
Thank <laughs> you. 
your boy, Flossie Jeezy. I want to thank you folks for coming out tonight and enjoying the Stevie Wonder, you know what I'm saying, dedication show, you know, Black Love, Artist 18, Stevie Wonder Part 4. We're going to do it again for you in the morning at about 8 a.m. So for your boy, Flossie Jeezy, and for everything with Flossie Jeezy's connections, this has been your host, Flossie Jeezy, 646-595-3402. I'm going to play what remains on uh, the Stevie Wonder's Songs in the Key of Life album. Again, I want to thank you for coming out. God bless you and good night. And if we don't finish all the songs, I'll just start the day off with the last two songs in the morning when we recap again for part five. God bless you and thanks for coming out. Thank you. 